are you are you allowed to speak of the most difficult mission you had to face through your tenure just a bit of it like or what you found you know to be challenging yeah yeah, yeah. only one uh, and i'll tell you what was challenging about it but uh, i enjoyed my life in the special forces constantly evolving no constantly at the cutting edge and every combat mm. situation is new and it yeah, yeah, yeah. something like for every day every every day you know at, you know circumstances are different the people you meet are different things that happen to you are different the different food that you eat etc etc there is variety in life similarly in combat there is no combat situation is the same none none whatsoever and in my case what i got to experience was i've never like had the you know good fortune of sitting and waiting and in a perfect situation where you just go crack 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 and it's over it's never happened like that with me what has happened with me is that i have reached a certain place reached there and then things have played like all my contacts that i've had are moving contacts moving flashes crack finish crack finish like that prolonged battle as like very few few times where something prolonged into something and it's like um, so the m- most challenging thing i ever found was when one of my guys got injured but that was the calmest i've ever been i was able to extract that man from death it was when i say i i mean my team we were a very small team very few guys heavily laden with combat gear and all the things that you need in various kinds of situations that may come up during combat you you're not going to get a chance to go home and oh i forgot this i'll get that not happening brother so what does happen is that you so years and years of experience and experience and experience and experience at that point where you've been able to calculate every damn thing and reach that situation as prepared as you can be in equipment in training in mindset in experience and etc all of that crunched into that you know 4 5 minutes or 1 2 minutes or whatever so we were in a very 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 difficult place and uh, guys like blew up and yeah it was like i was looking at that guy and i was thinking no he is dead he is going to die right in front of my eyes he is and the, we were like we are like brothers because in combat you know like i said there is no there is no major captain colonel brigadier all that doesn't exist there what exists only that exists in combat is love is love yes 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 i'll I love my men i still love them i still like this love only love can penetrate like that nothing else only love can be that efficient yes. so it's that love uh, which forms after trust mm. trust comes before love Hmm. so then the love comes and then that with that love vibration you can fucking penetrate anything so at that point of time when i was seeing this guy and and what a guy man what a guy like is is like ankle below was gone there was space there and then his 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 one foot the, the which had basically blown up uh there was only one bone there's the bone of the longest toe you know that was just there was no flesh on it there was just a bone and which had broken and like a hook and there was nothing else there and this guy was like he had his 
hands behind his back like this. We extracted him in five minutes. Five minutes, I'd formed a protective circle around him. And we were like pumping him with morphine. We were pumping him with IV. We had put in IV. We had put in tetanus. We'd like, you know, bandage the wound. He was spurting blood like, like a, you know, like a machine. Every time he would pump, he would spray blood like that. And uh, within five minutes, we had like sorted him out. We had brought the blood down to a trickle and we had administered whatever what was needed to be done. There was no doctor there. It was just us. So we were, we were trained to be able to handle something like that. And then it goes into instinct. And only love can actually get something out like that. So that guy had such fucking balls on him. He was, he was like this and he was just looking at his foot like that. Just looking. He wasn't saying anything. And I was just looking. If this guy starts screaming right now. Because he's staring death in the face. He's, he is so calm. He knows he's going to die now. He knows it. So while we were doing that, I was looking at him. What is he going to do? When is he going to start screaming? He did not scream. So while we were doing it, and then there was a little piece, piece of his heel which was hanging off. So we were trying to put it back on the bone and then trying to, you know, bind it up because it will be needed later when he gets and gets, it will become a stump. So the stump can take the prosthetic, right? So we were just putting that heel back so that he has some cushioning and all later on in life. And he was just looking like that. And that's when he opened his mouth and he said that, Isko kaat ke fake do. So basically, just chop it off and throw it away. Just do it, whatever you're doing. So we told him and just did what we had to do. And at that point of time, you know, so at that point, we had, it, it had taken us like, 48 hours to reach there down down a jagged mountain. We had fixed ropes and what not to reach there. But then to fucking pull him out from there, it is it has taken us two nights of climbing down. And this guy is going to die very, very soon. He knows that there is no way, there is no way humanly possible for him to reach a reach a reach medical attention, the kind of emergency medical attention he requires right now. But we did it, yeah. There's a guy who was, we were like laden with, I was carrying about 30, 35 kgs as a, as a team commander, right? So imagine what all of us were carrying. And when we started, like, we did not go like this, like that or something. Just straight away, like that, we went like that, like a fucking rocket. Sida just fucking picked him up, surrounded him. There's a guy who, there was a guy on my team, a very young guy. And he's, he was like a big man. And... Uh, uh, he was re new, relatively new. And it was his like first combat experience and all. That's what I'm talking about, love. So he just lifted that guy on his back, right? Just lifted that guy on his back and said, I'll climb. And we needed that. We needed that at that point because of various reasons, blood flow, blah, blah, blah. And there's probably enemies around. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah, there are enemies around. And they know what's up. So they are hunting you now. So you have to get out. Not because you are afraid or anything of contact, of combat. That's what you've come here for. We're like, bring them on, man. We were fucking like that. Bloody, you know, six of us, if we were at that stage. If we got surrounded, if we got surrounded by whoever, if we got surrounded, it would take them one year to kill us. One year. Unless they bloody bombed the area. That, that level. So... 
when this guy picked him up you know this uh let's call him a so a picked up uh the guy who had blown off his leg this guy started uh saying no 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 put me down i'll walk and go i'll walk and go that's what he was saying his leg is gone like his ankle below gone and he's saying that no no you put me down i'll walk and go i'll carry my weapon he was carrying his iv bottle in one hand in which he was getting iv fluid in, in inside his body and he was carrying his weapon he was saying no i'll walk so i had to tell him yeah, brother please climb on his back so he just he said okay okay let it go so he climbed on his back and he was going and there was this huge rock in that nala where this guy put his foot on to climb up and that huge rock like rolled rolled onto his shin bone and he just sat down and and the guy who was carrying the other fellow he just sat down caught his foot like this and like about 30 40 seconds he was like this and then he got up and told him you climb again and we we and we started climbing and climbing and climbing and climbing and climbing and climbing and and we had him extracted by 3:30 a.m. in the morning i had him on the fucking helipad man and uh he was out he was out and then you know whatever so that was pretty intense yeah so that particular situation like uh, it was so much of intense hard work and planning and guts and balls and fucking what not had gone into being there at that point of time and uh it was a long plan days and days of stretch there in that position and and on the fifth day uh in the morning i started getting a feeling of dread it's the first time i felt dread in combat i've never felt dread or fear or anything just there's no mind space for all of that you are in combat and you start feeling fear you're not going to get out of your life and it's a natural body instinct you know fight or flight so you're in the fight mode man so at that point of time on that fifth day and we had long stretch ahead of us on that fifth day in the morning you know and i was just thinking and this dread started building 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 and by around 9:30 10 o'clock in the morning i wanted to get out from there i wanted to leave that and i just kept thinking you know in 12 years this is the first time i want to leave combat i don't want to be here i want to get out why so i was thinking trying to use my mind to understand what am i feeling so it was so fucking intense right you can't ignore it you can't suppress it that kind of dread was coming in so i was thinking why is this it had never happened to me before before all the intuitions i had was that like something is going to happen and i've gone in to take it right but this was i wanted to get out so i was thinking why so i was thinking you know maybe maybe what do i want to get back to i want to get back up there where there'll be a warm blanket and there'll be some rum to drink and there'll be some chicken to eat and all of that because you're starving and all of that right so i was thinking maybe i become lazy i become lazy in my head i spent so much time in this thing and now i'm becoming becoming like the other guys who left because they couldn't handle it anymore so i become like that i becoming lazy that's why i want to go so i told fucking no way i'm not going back for that reason so i stayed put but the dread kept becoming bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and that's the first time i smoked in combat i couldn't like help it i just i just pulled out a fucking cigarette to suppress that dread it had reached such a bloody level i just and i you can't tell that to the other guys sitting around you yeah yeah because you're leading them 
So it was just I was processing inside and thinking, thinking, and I think by around around 4:30 in the evening, I was like, I had pressed my radio set button, and I was going to tell the other guys. We were like two squads out, right? I was going to tell the other squad, extract, get out, come to me, and we'll get out from here. I was I had pressed the switch, and I was going to pass, and I left it. I decided at that point, no, I'll see this through. I'm not going from here because I couldn't understand why I want to get out. So I just crushed that feeling of wanting to get out and I stayed put and around like 20 25 minutes later, boom. And then like 5 minutes of radio silence. So I knew some shit has gone bad. Various permutations combinations came in my head. There were people my own Scott guys telling me you know open the radio ask them what's up what's up what's up what's up what's happened what's happened I was telling I knew shit has hit the fan like who were the guy who's leading that squad right I was leading two squads so the guy was leading that squad that small team so I was waiting for him 5 minutes I waited sitting on the radio waiting for him because I knew he's in chaos right now he's in fucking chaos right now and the last thing he fucking needs to hear from me is what the fuck is going on he'll fucking handle it yeah that's what he's been trained for and at the end of the day you know either god is walking with us or not yeah we'll find out right what we'll see so 5 minutes i just waiting 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 and he came on the radio and told me shit has hit the fan guy's blown his leg so then you cannot lose another guy because you will not be able to extract because then the load will become too heavy so you cannot have another casualty trying to extract another casualty so we did certain things after that at that point of time and that was a situation that you're not taught you see it experience it so that that heart that confidence in love and the skill sets and your experiences all of that crunched together gives you fucking clarity like nobody's business and with that clarity you are able to go in and then face what is there and in that particular case we were able to successfully extract the guy yeah yeah